Welcome to this week's episode of the World of Roofing podcast, hosted by John Kenny of Cotney's Attorneys and Consultants and Andrew Rowley of RoofMapping.com, where we will introduce you to a new roofing industry craftsman from around the world. All right. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you again to another episode of World and Roofing, uh, joined by my co-host, Andrew Rowley. And today's special guest is Bruno Batista. Uh, he's traveling, so he's coming from us live from Chicago today. Bruno, how you doing? Doing good. How about you, brother? Ah, doing excellent. Every day's uh, an adventure, and every day's exciting. Andrew, how's things going over there on the other side of the pond today? Yeah, very good. You're all doing well. Winter moving in yet? I Is winter moving in on you yet? It is. Yeah, it's a little bit colder, mild today, but yeah, it's getting cold. It's a, it's a balmy 70 degrees Fahrenheit here today in Florida. I'm enjoying it. I know what you're talking about. I'd be impressed. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for the cold weather here in Chicago, but it didn't happen. Right now, we're like in the 50s, 60s. I mean, it's cold in Florida, but not for Chicago. It's it's like a walk in the park for them, you know? Chicago today, they're outside in shorts and T-shirts. It's a beautiful spring day for them. Yeah, it is beautiful. So, uh, Bruno, so what Andrew and I do, we're uh, bring you into the show. I don't know if you've seen us yet on this and that, but we just want to ask you a question. Our audience loves to learn about the craftsmen from around the world. And I know personally you have a very interesting story. I've spoke to you uh, before on it many times. So if I would, why don't you start out and tell our audience a little bit about your history, uh, how you got started in roofing, tie your family history into whatever you want to start. Um, I'm going to give you the mic right now and go right ahead and bring us up to speed. Thank you so much, John. Uh, my story is pretty much similar to your story, too. You know, I, I know you very well, John. Uh, back in uh, World War II, my grandfather was a roofer, a slate work. All he, does, all, all he used to do back in the days was slate work. You know, uh, World War II started in Italy. Um, from my father's side, we all from Italy. So my family from my father's side decided to go to Brazil to escape the World War II. And then when they moved to Brazil, you got to remember in Brazil, there's, you know, third world countries, there's not much of slate work. And then when you go on, a, especially if you're in a residential, you, you see more like brick uh, and concrete. So my grandfather opened a waterproofing company. And they, what they used to do was waterproofing, pretty much uh, pavement, driveways, a building envelope all the way to the top of the building. And, and when it comes to commercial buildings, when you go on third world countries, not anymore. The last 15 years has changed. You know, you see asphalt membrane, you see the cold apply, hot apply system, you see also single ply. But back in the days, you know, all you see was a concrete was the deck and that's it. You know, you go there, there's nothing much to do, you know, besides you know, do, do some repairs on the concrete. My grandfather opened this uh, waterproofing company and then right in the 1970s, in the beginning of the 1970s, he had a chance to move to New Jersey. New Jersey, there's a lot of Italian people. As you know, you're from New Jersey. We're Jersey boys, right? So uh, my grandfather uh, was able to open a roofing company with one of his relatives. And it was a local unit, Newark 04, right? I think uh, your family was part of the Newark, New Jersey Union. Uh, I, I'm just interested to see if, uh, you know, they probably know each other. We don't even know about it, you know? So my grandfather opened this roofing company along with his cousin and everything was good. You know, he was kind of like uh, what people uh, in New York and New Jersey do, you know, when the uh, winter comes, right? They all snowbirds, right? They all go to Florida. 
So my grandfather, instead of going to Florida, he would go to Brazil because it's a tropical weather. Uh, you know, uh, at that time, my father, you know, was born and raised. My father was the first one born in Brazil out of all my family from my father's side. So he met my mom. My mom is full Brazilian. And he was there helping, you know, the business. And my grandfather would come every six months to spend, you know, the winter in Brazil because it, Brazil is like Florida. It's always sunshine. It's beautiful. Uh, from Rio de Janeiro, right? And um, one of the visits right in the end of the 80s, my grandfather was the, uh, had a stage four cancer. So there was not much he could do. So he asked my father to take over the business. So my father uh, came in 1993 and took over the business of my father. And that's when I start roofing. You know, that was that time because in 1993, my, my father came. We came in 1994. I didn't know a single word in English. You see, I still have an accent. Probably don't know much else. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's when I started, you know, uh, little by little in the winter, summer, spring break, you know, I would play around with, uh, you know, hot hot mop and torch, you know. Uh, I was even a cattle boy, if you believe or not, you know. So, but that's how my uh, life in the roofing started, you know. And there was one point in my life, actually, I hate roofing. I uh, quit. I went, I got a, a scholarship. I was very good in play soccer, you know. I guess I have the uh, mixed blood of Brazilian and Italian. So I ended up getting a scholarship and uh, I moved to Florida. But I hate what I was doing. You know, I was working from eight to five. I was working for a big financial institution. And I was like, I had opportunity to be to work for a big roof, uh, roofing manufacturer at the time. A friend of mine, which is a friend of mine up to this day, uh, he invited me to work for this big manufacturer. And then I took the opportunity, I, and I'm in the roofing since then. You know, I never left after, you know, leaving for a little while, but everyone says it's kind of like a mafia, right? When you're there, you never, you can never escape. So I came back, and now I'm doing my my things in the online. Yeah, roofing is exactly like that saying. Once you leave, we'll pull you right back in. You're coming in. And I try. I swear to God, I try. So I know, I know, uh, I'm sure anybody watching this has followed you on social media and have been for years. You're a huge advocate for the roofing industry. <clears throat> you, you are promote, always promoting quality. Um, I love the way you do it. You actually promote the quality by showing the poor quality, which is a great way of doing it. Instead of, you know, you're actually taking this and you're looking at, hey, these are what you should not do. And, you know, you, I, I looked exactly. at one the other day, I just saw with the, um, I guess it was about a subcontractor not getting paid and they went up and sliced the roof all up. And I mean, you cover yeah. a lot of subjects that uh, need, need to be broadcasted. So appreciate that. So let's jump back into your, you, so when you went back in for these manufacturers, your main role was very much quality control and training, correct? Exactly. Actually, I was a technical. I was a field guy. I, I used to be dispatched to do a patch and repair, working for a big manufacturer. I, I can't mention name. There's no problem because I, I still love them a lot. Tremical, you know, I have good friends of that. And I was doing patch and repairs. That's what I used to do all day long. Every time they have any leaks related to warranty, I would go and fix those leaks. And But the funny thing is that I, I was uh, one of the, my philosophies. I was trying to treat people the way you want to be treated, right? So every time I had a customer, I would treat them so well that they would ask for me. They wouldn't ask for anybody else. I could be on vacation. They say, nope, I want Bruno on my side, no one else. 
oh, he's in vacation. I'll wait for him. Even when I, I got promoted to a different uh, position at Tremico, they still want me. And I'm like, I'm no longer doing patching with bears. But they're like, Bruno, we want you here on our site. So I, I had to talk to my supervisors at the time and say, hey, listen, they only want me. I'm going to go there and take care of this customer. And they say, okay, go ahead, Bruno. So, but yes, I started on the technical side and little by little, you know, I climbed the ladder to a better position, a better status. And um, as you've seen that people follow me a lot on social media, I never had a plan to be that well-known. I just, you know, created something that was unique at that time. Because if you look back on social media, everyone would, would promote things like, hey, uh, my name is John for roofing. Uh, call me today for free warrant to repair. So I created something that was uh, kind of uh, beyond that LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn, you always seen in a professional way. Not that I was unprofessional but, or unethical, but I created something that it kind of shocked a lot of people in, in certain <laughs> ways, you know, which I, I, I did end up getting a lot of hate. <laughs> emails but then by the time i was like you know what it, it is part of it. if you put your face out there you know and people start to see you you know it doesn't matter you know you're always gonna have people that will not like you no matter what you do so i was like i have to take that chance because you know i i have so many people telling man i love what you do i love what you the content that you put on social media i decide to create this there's people that ask, actually create a podcast because of me and i'm like whoa and make me, and they email me or, or private message say, Bruno, you make my day today. I was a little depressed today. You make me smile. I, I can't wait until I get the next uh, Ocean's Nightmare or or the roofing dance that I put, you know, uh, every Friday. They love it. And I'm like, okay, yep. let's do it, you know. Sure. I know I have another question coming up, but Andrew, anything uh, you got to want to kick over to Bruno? Uh, I mean, we've been linked in well, buddies for quite a while. Um, I think that, you know, you're who says roofing is not an art you know the, the selections of photos that you put on there is really what we just want to promote on roofmapping.com you know because because it is an art form it's some of those are breathtaking um i was talking to someone today actually who said you know that copper roof that you shared was just absolutely beautiful and you know although it's a roof it can have that effect on people and that's part of the inspire that we want to do with is the website is just get all these beautiful roofs in one place so that people can explore them you know, because they're dotted all over the world. And unless they're in one place, they're very difficult to find. Um, and also, you know, your roofing history to see those, you know, those guys and gals on the roof, it would be nice to pinpoint that to the roof they were doing. And I know that's a bit more difficult with historical records, but maybe that's something we can do now is if you're working on a roof, you know, let's tag you on it as well so that you were the operative. So if they see a photo, that's me back in, you know, 2006 or something in years to come. But yeah, it's building up that whole history, isn't it? Personal history and business history, product history, and all of those different things. Just bring it all into one place. That's what that's what we're trying to do. But yeah, you promote it so well, Bruno. Um, I, mean, I, I remember you were one of the first ones that lot. Every time I would put a, uh, uh, who say roof is not art? You, like roof and mapping. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Bruno. I love your content. And it was something that, you know, was incredible for me. I'm like, oh, thank you. I got one that was fan. It was Angel. You were one of the first ones that loved the contents, you know. And you, like, you're, you're right. You know, you create a history. You put a track. Hey, look, I'm putting videos right now. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the 40s. You know, maybe when I'm in the 80s, I can show my kids. How cool is that? You know, I can show my grandkids. Hey, listen, 
Yeah, that one point made those videos. You know, might be lame for you right now because who knows what they're gonna create. But this is a history that can never be released. Yeah. I mean, removed from the social media. It'll be there forever. I put I put those videos on YouTube. I put those videos on Instagram. So it's a trace of you that is gonna keep going for the rest of your lives and other people's too as well. You know. So one good question I got here for you, Bruno. This will be good for you. I know you're gonna enjoy this one. So we're going to do lessons learned, right? So you've been in the industry a while now and you've, you've gone from the contractor side, you left a little bit, we pulled you back in, then you got onto the manufacturing side, which you're still at today, where you're working with the contractor from the other side of the fence. So, and you know the industry very well, you work with organizations such as NRCA and different ones. So you're, you're involved daily. So I guess my question, what I'd like to ask you is if lessons learned over your career if you were to sit down with a young person um, thinking of coming into roofing right now, um, what advice would you give them? I'll tell you this. This roofing industry is so big, but yet everyone knows each other. It's just incredible how, you know, people are connected to each other. Uh, one of the advices I give to them, you know, is if you're in a sales role or if you're in any position, you never know who you're going to, you know, Created a piss off, or, you know. I I did piss off a lot of people <laughs> when I was a little bit younger, and I still do, you know. But I, if I could go back in time, I would kind of like, hey, wait a minute, let me see what can I say because it could eventually create a like a domino effect and, and affect a lot of people. So I think uh, it's just you know, uh, I one of the things I never done before is bashing people. I, I if you see me on social media, uh, every time I, I, I have a podcast too as well, you know, I, one of the things I do, I, I, I make that person feel comfortable and it's always about that person. It's not about talking about someone's products or about who is bad or who's the best. It's all about who are you in the roofing industry. So I think it, listen to people is one of the biggest advice that I give to and just calm down. If so, sometimes you don't agree with something, you know, just walk back and then just silence is gold right is that a, a old saying that people say and don't say what you want to say because a lot of times when you're young you have that blood that you want to explode and you angry want to say something but you like you know calm down don't say those things because it might affect you not in the present but might be in the future you know no that's sage advice uh it definitely uh so kind of you're recommending don't be the bruno 1.0 or the john 1.0 with all <laughs> andrew one point kind of get to that 2.0 3.0 Think first, be careful what you say, because you are right. One thing about the roofing industry, and I've said this, it's a family, and it is the absolute largest, smallest industry that you could possibly be involved in. And people that I had contact with 35 years ago in the industry, I still have contact with today. So, you know, even though I'm in a different part of the country than I was 35 years ago, it still revolves around. I mean, heck, looking now with technology, here we are, we got the you know, England on, we got Chicago, we got Florida. It does not matter anymore. We're getting even, even uh, tighter niche because of technology. So that's sage advice. So Andrew, any closing that you have? For, I'll give Bruno last word here where we close out anything you have. Well, Bruno, do you have a specific number of sugar that you put in your coffee in the morning or is it just? <laughs> oh, you saw that video today. Yeah. Man, it's about, I actually, I do have 15, 15 of those. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's the reason I gain weight, I lose weight, I gain weight, I lose weight. But I got to go back on the gym. That's for sure. You know, I'm going to, right now I'm traveling a lot, represent IB Roof Systems. Yeah, which, yeah. By the way, I would love you, I would love to introduce you to uh, J. 
Jason Stanley. Yeah, please do. Uh, so we can put some of those uh, IB roof on the map. Yeah, that's uh, good. And that's it, brother. You know, I drink coffee, but you know, believe it or not, I'm I'm not much fan of uh, a hot coffee. You know, I'm, I like cold coffee, like oh. a frappuccino from Starbucks. <laughs> but unfortunately, in the hotel I'm staying, I ask right away, do you guys have uh, you know cold coffee? No, we don't, but we can make with the ice. I said, no. Never mind, you know, because it's always like a cash rate. It doesn't taste like, you know, the Starbucks, you know, close to my house. Yeah. Well, I got to say, Bruno, I've known you for a, quite a while now, and you only have one speed, and that's a, a thousand miles an hour fast forward. So there you go. I, pre <laughs> I appreciate you for that. I think that's fantastic. But you have a passion, no matter what you get into is a passion. So any of our listeners out there, you know, you can connect up with Bruno on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, but he, he runs um, different different types of social media. Like he has, you know, Roofing's Not an Art, which is, you know, a play on it really is an art. He puts a lot of good things on there. And also, too, um, I love your OSHA. You know, you're putting it out there. You're, you're taking, instead of preaching the good that you have to do, you're taking what is not being done right and transforming it into the good. So I love oh, the way you do that. It's excellent. Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of times there was a, actually, you know, I've been offered a lot of job offers in the past and they came up to me and say, Bruno, if you cannot post, I would hire in a heartbeat, but you cannot post that stuff because we are very conservative and we talk about big manufacturers. I'm not mentioning those names, but big manufacturers, big, big roofing contractors. And I say, I cannot change myself. You know, if I cannot post that, Thank you for the offer, but I, 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 will, I cannot accept it. We're still going to be good friends, but I cannot accept that because it will be changing myself. And I, if you don't see the quality of putting the exposing those people, it's not too bash, like I said before, but it's just to see that there's good and there's bad too. You know, So I want to show them that so people are more aware to hire professionals, qualify and certify roofing contract and stand up for hire, you know, truck in a truck. You know, so... No, Tom, I have a question for you. How how was the um, IFD meeting? Oh, it was uh, it was very uh, very good. Um, they're uh, they've got a lot of good stuff coming up for next year. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for sure. Um, working on uh, finishing up the two commissions that I'm on. One is uh, working on the recommendations and best practices for uh, low slope roofing, waterproofing, and also. Um, under the waterproofing side as far as, you know, door sill details and flashing. And I just got asked to be on the new commission that's coming out on uh, uh, basically, you know, green renewable uh, type roofing with the climate, looking into climate change. So I look really forward to being on that. That sounds like exciting uh, commission to be on. So, yeah, I mean, I love working with the IFD. It's great. We gave them a shout out here. I always give them a shout out. Um, hard working group from all over Europe. Um, that sits on there, I, you know, and there's some, some other countries as well involved, but the bulk of the ones that I'm involved with are from all over different European countries. So excellent group. All right. All right. Well, again, uh, Andrew, it's always a pleasure having you on. And of no, course, you, you and I will be back for our next World of Roofing coming up next month. And Bruno, uh, glad to have you on here. I know you got to go. You got a lot of important things to do up there at the NRCA meeting. So thank you for taking time out today and uh, visiting with us. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Andrew. It was a pleasure to finally put a face on you. John, yeah, <laughs> thumbs up, right? Uh, John, it was a pleasure. I was talking to you. We're good friends for so many years, you know. 
it's always a pleasure to see you when we go to FRSA or or IRE or NRC events. You know, it's and always a pleasure. IRE is only 13 weeks away. There we go. Orleans, oh, coming up quick. All right. Uh, we'll see you there, brother. All right. We'll see you there. And thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode. See you next time. Thanks, week. guys. All right. Bye.